Hey, can we just give a round of applause to the band, please? All right, Calvary students, welcome to uh, Remedy. Uh, my name is Ivan Garza. I am one of the C group leaders uh, for the high school boys. Can uh, where are my high school boys at? Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, there you go. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, so today we're going to continue on the series of God, Will God Still Love Me If dot dot dot. This is a series of questions that we tend to ask ourselves uh, in situations that, you know, will God still love me if I mess up? Will God still love me if I'm going through this? Will God still love me if I uh, did this? Right. And just to recap of what Eli gave last week uh, sermon was, will God still love me if I mess up or if I cross the line. And, you know, yeah, he, he, he will. He still, he still does love you. Uh, Eli, you know, gave out some good points. Some, one of the big points was, you know, Jesus offers us forgiveness even though uh, we mess up. That's because he created you, because he pursues you, and because he paid the, the price for you. And there's no greater love than, than God's. And so, you know, before we dive in uh, to what we're going to read, you know, let's, let's, let's just pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, Lord, um, to share your, your word, Lord. And I just want to thank you for this awesome day, for this awesome weather that you have given us today, Lord. And I just ask you, you know, through your Holy Spirit that you just guide me, Lord, and with the Holy Spirit that you just touch these students, Lord, and that you just be with these students, and hopefully these students can learn something and apply it into their lives. Amen. So, um, have you all ever felt like, like, like sad, but I'm talking about like, like, like sad, like to a point where you just felt alone and, you know, you're just, you just had no clue what to do with those emotions and you just didn't know how to express them and you just kept them bottled up, right? Um, I know I did. Uh, I'm just going to give a personal testimony. Uh, in my junior year of high school, uh, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, and I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. I was just in shock. I was, I was sad. I was also mad too, you know. Um, but all this sadness separated me from God. I didn't know what to do with these emotions. I just kept them bottled up, and I kept them bottled up for two and a half years, all the way to my freshman year of, of college, right? And I really put on a two-face at that time. Uh, I did the complete opposite of what God uh, asked me to do, and, you know, that's to lean towards Him. And we're going to dive into the, the series of, Will God Still Love Me If I'm Sad? And today we'll be reading a story uh, found in John chapter 11, right? So if you guys could just go to John chapter 11, that'd be great. If you guys have a Bible, awesome. If you don't, get the app uh, on your phone. Everybody has phones. Uh, I know I do. And so this story is pretty cool. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm just going to give you uh, a brief summary because we're going to be reading uh, from almost all of John 11, uh, but we're going to start reading in verses uh, 17 to 28. But before we dive into those verses, I just want to give, again, a brief summary of what happened before. Uh, you know, 
Jesus had this friend named Lazarus, right? And he was sick. And due to that sickness, he had died. And at this time, uh, he was in Judea. And there at Judea, the Jewish people uh, stoned Jesus. They, well, they didn't really hit him. He ran away. Um, and so in that, in that moment, when, when Jesus found out that, that Lazarus was dead, one of his best friends, right? One of his good friends. And Lazarus had uh, his sisters, Martha and Mary, you know, one thing that we, we see here is that Jesus wanted to go back, right? And it's so interesting, too, that he wanted to go back knowing what would happen, right? He was going to risk his life uh, to, to go to see Lazarus, to go see uh, his sisters that were just grieving and, and, and mourning and just crying and weeping, right? So let's just read uh, from verses 17 all the way to 28. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would have not died but I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come into the world. After she said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. And it's, it's so interesting at, at this point from what we just read is that, you know, Jesus already knew that Lazarus was dead. Um, and he goes, he still goes there, right? And we see Martha react in a certain way of like, if he would have been here, he would have lived, right? And we see Mary just stay back. But let's, let's just continue, right? And we're going to continue off in verses 32 to 34. But before we go into that, uh, just a little brief summary I just want to give out is that when Martha goes to Mary and tells him, hey, the teacher's here, uh, he's asking for you. And when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to Jesus, right? And, but we see the Jewish people, they were following Mary, thinking that uh, Mary was going to go to the tomb where Lazarus was laid in. But she didn't. She went towards Jesus. Now, I know many of us usually try to go to other things that we tend to hold on to, right? Say like, um, you know, when we experience these sort of emotions, we tend to go towards our friends, towards uh, certain things that we enjoy doing. Uh, I know personally for me, uh, at the time when my mother uh, had breast cancer, I went with my friends, I went out fishing, I went out listening to music, I went out eating, I love to eat. Who loves to eat? Yeah, right? And so... 
but eventually that ended. That led me back to the reality of seeing my mother um, in, in bed, sick, and I just couldn't stand it. I was back in that sadness. I was back in these emotions that I have kept storing up, right? But just to, just to go back, we're going we're gonna to read. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his, at his feet. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. You know, it's pretty interesting how she gave the same response that, that Martha did. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved them. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying. Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you have always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave closed and let him go. All right. So one of the main points here is we see that God gave us emotions. And again, how many of you have experienced a difficult time of emotions of a loss of a loved one or something tragic happened to you just like me, how I went through high school. And we see it here with Martha and Mary. They give the same response, Right. And we, we see um, them have this similar experience, right? Um, and, but one interesting thing is that we see Jesus cry. We see him weep. Now just imagine what Jesus must have went through, going to the tomb of his friend, crying on his knees. How many of you have gone to a funeral or come to a, a burial and you see your loved one there. I'm pretty sure most of you guys were crying because I know, I know I was if, if I went through that. But it's just so, you know, interesting to me seeing this, this God, this, this man, Jesus, who claims to be God, cry. I mean, think about it. You see Jesus cry. But you know what I love about this so much is that, you know, we live in a broken world. We are going to go through these things. It's unavoidable. It's going to happen. Right? But the beauty of it, I love that word, but when it comes to making a sentence, we have someone who can relate to us and will hurt with us. 
And that's, that's Jesus. Now, you know, one interesting thing is God invites us to express our emotions. You know, throughout time we, uh, we experience these uh, rough emotions, but how do we handle it, right? I know, again, for me, when I was going through those things, I didn't handle it so well. I ran away from God. I didn't even pray for my mom for two and a half years. I didn't pray for her. I, hadn't, I ran away, right? But, you know, look at how the way that Mary and Martha express their anxieties. Look, just, just, just try to follow along. You know, we see them give the same response. We see them have this doubt, right? Saying like, if you would have been here, my brother would have lived, right? And, you know, what Jesus does is that he doesn't like judge them the way how they approach them because they, they both had the same response. One of them went up to Jesus immediately. The other one waited out. But I just love the approach that he gives. He gives them this assurance, this like, hey, I am the resurrection. I am the life. I am the one who ever believes in me. They won't ever die. And even asks them, do you believe this? Right? And I just love how he uses Martha. I mean, Mary, sorry. Nope. Whoops. Sorry. He uses Martha to reach out to Mary. Right? Because uh, Martha came running towards Jesus. And that's one, one thing that we should do too when we go through these things like this. We should run towards God. We should run towards Jesus. But we see Mary stay back. And Jesus uses Martha to get Mary. And I don't know if y'all catch this, but he pursues you at the same time, right? When you're going through these things, he wants you to go to him. He calls you to come to him. It's like, hey, come to me, right? And eventually you'll come to your senses and be like, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you know, here I am. Please take these emotions, help me, right? And that's what I love about God so much is that his heart is not crossed arms, but open arms, right? It's so beautiful. And, you know, one thing that we should be aware of is not to let our emotions guide your life. Don't let your emotions guide you, right? Again, we see it here with Martha and Mary being led by their emotions, being blinded by what the power of Jesus can do. We see them questioning God. We see them like almost getting mad at them, mad at him too. It's like, hey, what? Why weren't you here? Right? And even we see it with the Jewish people there that, that were there with them, right? They, they ask him, well, I mean, if Jesus could heal the blind, why couldn't he stay here and, and, and heal uh, Lazarus, right? And that's one thing that we usually tend to do. We usually tend to be blinded by these things of the world, the, the sin of the world. We're blinded by it, right? And man, I'm so sorry. It's just, it sucks. 
It sucks to be blinded by these things, right? But yet Jesus is reminding us that I am right here. I have the power to heal you. I have the power to bring life to you. You may be spiritually dead, but I'm right here. I will give you life. I'm sorry. It's just so beautiful to me. And I love how everything connects here in scripture too. And again, not being guided by your emotions. We see it in Philippians 4, 6. It's it's almost like a command that God gives us here in scripture. You know, we tend to uh, lead these emotions. uh, We tend to lead our emotions, uh, guide us in life rather than letting God guide us. Right, But here's one thing that God tells us to do is don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And just like how it says here, and even in scripture too, we see it in Proverbs 4, 23, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Now, the life, cho- the life choices that we do comes from our heart, right? And if your heart is filled with Christ, then the peace of God will be with you. Now, it says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yes, submit your emotions, submit your feelings, submit your anxieties, submit everything towards God and he will make your path straight and he will give you that peace. Now, before I conclude here, one last point is lean on the truth of who Jesus is. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, the one who brings the, the one who believes in me will live, and even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe in this? Do you believe that Christ has a power to bring resurrection into your life, and that knowing that you die, you will live forever? Now, we got to understand that that God will continue to pursue you. He will reach out to you. And we got to lean towards on this truth. And he has the power to raise you from the dead. And, you know, I just want to say that if you are going through anything in life, uh, any sort of anxiety, any sort of emotions, any sort of sadness, come to Christ. Lean towards him. Believe. He will give you life. So, I just want to pray us out. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for, again, this glorious day. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I just hope I was, I was just hope that you touch these students, Lord, that you touch their hearts, Lord, and that whatever they applied, uh, whatever they learn here, that they applied into their lives and that they just take it home and not 
leave it here behind these doors. And I just ask this in Son's name, Jesus Christ's name, amen.